This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with a classic episode from the podcast archives. Some of the effects of human-induced climate change are pretty familiar and obvious, uh, changing temperatures and weather patterns. But of course, those effects have other effects, and this episode is about one of them. More storms means more sand is getting pulled from some beaches. Here's one of the things that researchers are trying to do about it. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. In summer, there's nothing like feeling the sun on your face and the sand between your toes. But the rising sea levels and stronger coastal storms associated with climate change pose a threat to the sands that make up our beaches. A common approach to combating erosion at U.S. coastlines is beach nourishment, which is literally taking sand from one place, often offshore, and pumping it onto a sand-depleted beach. The question is, can beach nourishment keep up with the ever-increasing forces of climate change? Or, like Sisyphus forever pushing his boulder up the hill, is adding sand to beaches an expensive, temporary fix to a long-term problem? We spoke with Bonnie Ludka, a postdoc at Scripps Institution of Oceanography at the University of California in San Diego. She said, I think there's reason to be concerned, but I also think there's still a lot we don't know about how long the sand stays, where it goes, and how much sand you need to place on a beach to be effective, or learning as we go. 
study published by Ludka in the June 2018 issue of the journal Coastal Engineering examines exactly what happened to sand deposited on four beaches in San Diego County in California. She and her colleagues used jet skis, ATVs, and other tools to continuously monitor sand levels and sand movement at the beaches over a period of about 10 years. The research received funding from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, the California Department of Parks and Recreation, the National Science Foundation, and the California Sea Grant. Among their findings, the team learned that the entire amount of sand added to San Diego's Torrey Pines in 2001 was washed away during a single storm. At another beach, the addition of 138 Olympic swimming pools worth of sand contributed to the clogging and eventual closure of a nearby estuary. Among the team's more positive findings was that larger-grained sand appeared to have better staying power than finer-grained sand, and, in some cases, the amount of sand deposited to a beach by natural forces was comparable to any mechanically added sand. Ludke said, There is quite a bit of natural variability, so it's hard to pick out trends, but at our longest recorded site, we did see an overall pattern of erosion. The pattern of erosion that Ludka's team observed at ground level is what's alarming to researchers assessing the long-term future of U.S. beaches. With climate change, sea level has risen by about 8 inches, that's 20 centimeters since 1900, according to the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, and could rise 3 to 5 feet higher, that's 0.9 to 1.5 meters, by the end of this century. More frequent coastal storms also associated with climate change take a further toll on beaches by unleashing rough waves that eat away at the shore. We also spoke with Michael Orbach, professor emeritus of marine affairs and policy at Duke University. He said, any beach nourishment is forever. It's like painting a house. Once you start it, you have to keep doing it forever to maintain. The problem is, with climate change and rising sea levels, there's going to be even more demand by orders of magnitude because the beaches are going to erode more and faster. Western Carolina University's program for the study of developed shorelines hosts an interactive database of beach nourishment projects across the U.S. and their costs. As the data show, beach nourishment today is not cheap. Orbach estimates the average cost of supplementing sand at beaches comes out between $1 and $2 million per mile of sand. As the demand for sand for beach nourishment increases, the cost will rise even higher, Orbach predicts. He said, in the end, there may not be enough sand that's economically recoverable to nourish every beach that people want to nourish. There's also an ecological cost. Studies have shown that dredging and depositing sand is disruptive to creatures living in the sand and the animals that eat them. While the research suggests those animals tend to recover after 18 months to two years, beaches that undergo repeated nourishment see significant declines in animal life. Despite the economic and ecological costs of beach nourishment, it may be among the few available options for preserving beaches in the future. Sean Vitasek, an engineer specializing in ocean modeling at the University of Illinois in Chicago, points out that natural sources of beach sand, including rivers and eroding cliffs, have been suppressed by human-built dams and protective coverings. Vitasek served as lead author of a March 2017 modeling analysis from the U.S. Geological Survey that concluded that if no measures are taken, up to 67% of California's beaches could be completely eroded back to sea cliffs or coastal infrastructure by the year 2100. The U.S. Geological Survey models showed that beach nourishment could protect some larger beaches that have undergone nourishment for decades, but that overall, beach nourishment will have to be stepped up to a much faster pace to continue to be at all effective. Vitasek said, 
If you just dump sand on a beach, that sand is not going to stay there forever. The current methodical rate of beach nourishment is insufficient against the coming sea level rise. Ludke said, There is quite some debate about how climate change will influence the frequency and intensity of storms, and these storms will be more responsible for beach evolution than sea level rise in the next few decades. It may become, she says, a matter of choosing between investing in ever pricier efforts to preserve beaches or standing back and allowing nature's forces to redraw the lines of where the ocean meets the land. Today's episode is based on the article, Can Adding Sand to Beaches Save Them? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Amanda Onion. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.